Quantum Conversations, your portal to the inner realms. Access infinite possibilities, infinite mastery, and infinite love. Mind-expanding, heart-opening conversations with some of the greatest spiritual teachers, luminaries, and healers of today's world. Usher in new earth by living in your sacred heart. Quantum Conversations is brought to you by AcousticHealth.com, home of music from the universe, online healing retreats, and this program. Claim your free registration to daily shows at AcousticHealth.com. AcousticHealth.com, your portal to the inner realms. Our program starts shortly. Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. Welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. When we talk about our infinite mastery, this is when we clean out and clear out and truly stand in our mastery, the mastery of love and the connection to our source self. My guest today on this next Quantum Conversation is here to help us connect even more deeply on this level, in this connection to source. And it truly comes from healing the wounded child, the inner child. This is the latest work of Tony Sayers, who is back here with us once again for another Quantum Conversation. Hello, Tony. Hi, Lauren. Thanks again for having me on. It's good to be back on the show. Uh, it's been a while, like you say, so uh, a lot of uh, madness going on. And uh, yeah, so uh, excited to be here. We are excited for you to be here as well. I want to connect in with everyone and have you share as someone who traveled to Nepal and you've researched Buddhism, you have some advice for all of us right now in this present moment. What is the way of balance or how could you advise on that? Well, I just think that these times that we're living in right now, they're very transformative. transformative. And I think it's quite clear from what we're seeing, it's almost like there's there's some kind of purge going on um, in terms of the collective. We were just speaking off air. And I think that extends to individuals as well, as above, so below. And I think there's a lot of people um, that, you know, we'd like to heal the world and see a better world and all that kind of stuff. But we ourselves on a on a, on a personal level, we, we carry a lot of trauma, um, stuff from, from our childhood, not even just from childhood, from adulthood as well, for some people. 
um, that kind of holds us back and um, stops us from connecting with what you say, just our source, our light, um, because we've become so fragmented um, over, you know, lifetimes, some of us, uh, energetically, um, but emotionally. And so when that fragmentation occurs, um, that it causes blockages in terms of, yeah, just anchoring more light down onto the planet. And also what we want to manifest in our own personal lives. So um, there's multiple reasons why I think at the moment uh, people are being called to heal um, because the world, Earth herself, Gaia, she, she needs healing. And we can help in that process um, by doing our own inner work and yeah, transmuting the darkness into light. I think there's a lot of um, talk within perhaps new age circles where, you know, we're just here to anchor the light. But, you know, it's kind of what does that actually mean? Um, and I think we're only able to do that if we face um, the dark night of the soul, both uh, individually and collectively. And so as we're seeing this kind of purge of humanity, um, this kind of pain, um, you know, pains, so to speak, we're also uh, seeing that individually as well. And so I think right now it's vital to, to do that work. Um, I think it's very much being part of the solution. Um, people often ask me, and I'm sure you've had people say, yeah, but, you know, what can I do? What can I do to help? Um, and, you know, obviously exposing a lot of the things is, is necessary, but I think it gets very much forgotten about um, to, to do our own work and to heal ourselves because, um, let's face it, it's not very glamorous sometimes, and uh, it can, you know, it's, it's hard to face what some of us have been through. Um, and so... With all that being said, I think it's uh, I think it's imperative that that more and more people realise that we we have to we have to delve deep within our own psyches, within our own subconscious, and you know just go back and regain some of that kind of lost essence, that essence that's been fragmented fragmented through different traumas and um so yeah that's that's basically um my take on the overall situation um but in terms of the actual work that i do um it's really morphed into something quite quite amazing really um it started off with kind of inner work inner child work um but it's now as i've been doing it down the years um, with clients, what I found is that they're actually going into ancestral stuff and, you mm -hmm. know, different, different timelines and changing holographic imprints and, and really going deep and even move, removing sort of, uh, negative energies and things like that that may have attached. So it's really kind of morphed itself into, uh, something which, uh, is, is a lot more deeper than, than just the inner child, but, um, for me, um, the inner child work has, has really, my own personal experience has really helped me um, just deal with the craziness sometimes of the world, especially right now. Um, because what's happening at the moment, and we're seeing this through people's behavior in many cases, is that people are kind of losing the plot a little bit. <laughs> and, um, yeah. and basically that's, that's because 
that their their wounds are, are wide open. You know, they've been triggered. You know, we we know what governments are trying to do, trying to control and dominate, and all these rules where we can't go out and we can't hug, and it's almost like a, a kind of bullying that's going on from governments. And so what that's what that's doing is it's triggering um, wounds within people. And when when people are triggered like that, they start um, you know they start acting out. I mean we've we've seen so many videos around that have gone viral. People just really uh, really losing their minds. Um, and also within those triggers, uh, you can get energetic interference as well. Um, sometimes uh, you you have sort of more negative energy that can use those triggers and wounds against us. And sort of turn the volume up on them, which makes them appear worse in our own minds. Um, and that's what we're seeing right now. We're seeing a lot of people that are, are being very, very uh, triggered by what's going on, um, you know. And so they they go into these, you know, little tantrums and virtue signalling and all this kind of stuff. And really, all that is is just a projection of. Um, I, I refer to it as a holographic imprint that's stuck in time and space. You can refer to it as an inner child, um, but within our lifetimes and um, many other lifetimes, as I said before, what happens is that when we have some kind of trauma, uh, it creates um, these, these holographic imprints that are stuck in time and space. Um, and so they, they stay in that traumatic state until we sort of go in behind the curtain and and deal with them, basically. Um, so all these uh, inner wounds, inner children or holographic imprints uh, are all being, having their buttons pushed and, and people are, like I say, really acting out, they're yeah, getting highly triggered. So um, part of the work that I do is um, we go back and we work with these holographic imprints and we basically, if it's a child, we basically give the child uh, what he or she needs. Sometimes uh, they need to, they have a lot of anger. So, and this will always project out into your um, life right now. So, you know, chances are if you've got anger issues or something like that, there is a holographic imprint that is stuck in time and space um, that is angry. And so we go back and we revisit uh, these particular holographic imprints, these inner children, um, we just give them what they need. So if they need to shout, holler and scream, um, then they can do that. If they need to, you know, get a punch bag or something, then, then we allow them to do that. Sometimes they just need to, to talk. They've been abandoned. They've been betrayed in many cases. Um, a lot of people have grown up with, um, you know, severe sort of narcissism in families and feel not good enough and that kind of thing. Um, and so sometimes it takes uh, just being with the child and reassuring them that they are good enough. They come from source energy. Source energy doesn't do good enough, not good enough. And we interact and, and we change that holographic imprint. So um, the child from being in trauma then... Um, turns into a child that is is happy um, and sometimes we move the child sometimes the child is stuck in I don't know maybe a house where a lot of negative stuff happened or what have you and um, sometimes the child wants to move to um, 
nature or to another planet even, or sometimes a child wants to integrate with the person. And so it's really powerful work because as you change those holographic imprints, um, you become less triggered. Um, your, your buttons don't get pushed. And uh, so the more you go through that and the more you uh, deal with these different aspects of self, um, then you're able to change those. And once you get to a place where, and don't get me wrong, I'm not fully healed yet myself, but I have done, you know, a, a vast amount of this work on myself. Um, just to give you an example, I had a, a circumstance, well, not even one circumstance, last week, <laughs> you know, when you just get those days, everything goes wrong. Um, I had one of these days, actually it wasn't even a day, it was in the, the course of an hour. Um, there was three things that happened. I won't go into the details of them, but um, normally it would really throw me off. I'd be triggered probably for a couple of days. Um, but what I found was I was able to just, it was almost like a bullet was fired, but it didn't land. And so it was, it was I noticed that in myself, that, and I've noticed it for a while, that the more of those holographic imprints you change um, and you get all your inner children into a place where they're happy, um, then you become more balanced, you become less um, reactive, you become more centered. Um, and that also helps in terms of, um, as I said before, energetic interference has less ways of getting in and using uh, those triggers against us. Um, so it's it's really uh, fantastic work. I've I've worked with um, people that have been through some of the worst kind of trauma um, that you can imagine, um, and um, it's not an overnight thing, obviously. But you know, uh, after time, they they notice that they also become more solid. They're they're less triggered, and also they stop manifesting and repeating patterns because. We uh, repeat timelines over and over again until we sort of, instead of shouting at the movie, hoping it will change, sort of going behind at projector level and changing the movie from there. And so the people that you constantly draw into your life that maybe abandon you or betray you, and you, you hear it so often, why does this keep happening to me? It's like the, the, uh, the woman who had an alcoholic father keeps drawing in alcoholic partners so it's why did that keep happening well it's because you're replaying this timeline because there's an aspect of self that is stuck um, and so when you go back and you work with these um, parts um, you're able to to change that holographic input and then that then uh, over time not straight away um, that then reflects in your um, everyday life whereby you know you just start drawing in um, some more positive experiences and more positive people in your life. Um, so mm -hmm. that, sorry, was you going to say something? No, it's, well, yes, it's fascinating because changing that holographic imprint, that it's like the awareness, and we've talked about this before, it's beautiful, because that awareness of um, that that wound or that trauma and the attention that's given to that aspect of us is actually a large part of the work. And so you said it happens over time. Mm -hmm. Have you ever seen instances where it happens pretty quickly? Um, well, the reason that I offer the block sessions um, is because 
people after about four sessions they start noticing that they react differently they start they start noticing yeah. that certain patterns fall away so of course you can get so far in one session but you you have to remember that there's there's you know a lot of these holographic imprints dependent on how much trauma you've had for me it was interesting because mm obviously being a man back back in back in the day this was suggested to me to do do some inner work and I was like oh well my life has been all right I had a bit of stuff bullying at school and stuff like that but I think I'm all right but um, the person that recommended she, she, she said no it will really like level you up it will move you on and um, you know because for me I'm always trying to be the best version of myself um, whether that's trying to find the the best diet or you know, emotionally, I want to be solid. Energetically, I want to be solid. Um, and so I went with it. And when um, I had a variation of this session, but when um, when I first went into it, I thought, well, I don't think I've got that much. Well, anyway, five years later, <laughs> I'm still uh, I'm still working through layers. And for me personally, now I'm working through uh, more ancestral stuff, um, and that's been very um, eye-opening. Um, I've gone back to lives where I won't go into the gory details, but some, some nasty things happened. Um, there was one thing uh, the other day where it was like I was like in the 17th century in London or something, and some, some kind of abuse happened. And my, as I went into it, my skin just felt like it was on fire. Um, mm-hmm. And then obviously you change that and you, you, you sort of go in on like a rescue mission and, th- and then that goes away. So what I'm really learning is that um, it goes way beyond for many people just this lifetime and um, in, into, into other lifetimes. And I'm even working with people now that have had some really crazy things happen in terms of, you know, abductions and things like that. And they're going into kind of all sorts of <laughs> of weird and, and strange stuff and, and just changing um, what's going on there. I'm having people also, they've gone back to times where, um, you know, these things happen and, and they've, the, the message has, has come through that the, the land energy needs clearing. And so when we're in session, we're also doing different things like that, clearing the land. And um, it's, it's really gone uh, way beyond just um, just the inner child. So it's, it's actually really... <laughs> fascinating what comes out of people's subconscious fascinating it is way more than the inner child this is truly it's it's a metaphysical form of inner yoga mm-hmm. where we're looking at those distortions holographic imprints as you said holographic imprints wow not only from this lifetime but from the ancestors and the past lives Mm-hmm. Now, when you're doing the sessions with your clients and you get to memories of something that could be ancestors or past lives, is mm-hmm. there a way for you to distinguish ancestors versus a past life? Or is it all connected, uh, like you could speak in yeah. on it? Yeah, it's kind of all connected. So when, I mean, most of our kind of wounds are, are generational um, because what happens, as we know, is that the parent of, um, quite often will project the wound that they have onto the um, onto the child, and so that gets carried down. Um, so when those things happen, um, we we check 
um, to see how many um, lifetimes it goes back. And we call forward. Um, so, for example, if there's a situation where um, I worked with a client um, the other week where there was um, a theme that, run, that ran in the family where there was a mistrust of men, um, and we went in and we asked how how far that back that went, and it went back about nine generations. Um, and so what we did then is we called forward all those nine generations, and basically that belief system we kind of box it up, and then everyone, um, all the nine generations, put that belief system in the box, and then we just either throw it into a fire or um, you know send it back to source to be transmuted and. I've worked with clients, this is so fascinating, uh, one lady that I work with for a long time now, she's done so much um, generational stuff, ancestral stuff, she's starting to notice her um, sister um, is behaving differently to what she did before, um, and also her mum. So there's so much, what, I've, what I really, I guess the point I really want to try and get across is there is so much intervention and work that you can do on a on a metaphysical level, and so that's why I say it goes it goes way beyond just just in a child into generation and and all that kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, it, it, it's fascinating. So so with the generational stuff, yeah, we just hand it back down the down the family line, and uh, we transmute it from there basically. Yes transmutation of all the triggers and it's um, very interesting as we totally can look back at the past year at least and you know especially and see the areas where those triggers are being called so I love that you are saying be part of the solution right be be part of the new stopping the patterns removing the imprint so you're really wow working hard on that yeah so is there anything um i love too that you're working on the land energy mm-hmm. um but of course the abductions that's kind of wild too i mean your work can go very deep off planet even oh i've, got, I've had people go go into spaceships and stuff yeah it's it's, it's wild <laughs> it really is wild um and uh, it, it's really just just unfolding more and more. And uh, as I say, I'm I'm learning just how much intervention that you can do on that level. Um, we we are truly multidimensional, and we've become so uh, disconnected from that gift. Obviously, we're not taught that in school, and you know, for obvious reasons, they try and hide it from us. Um, but we all have these abilities, you know, and you can really you can really change things around and. Um, yeah, and just on, on the triggers, uh, it's something to note is that when you get triggered by something, it's it's some kind of wound that's been uh, pushed on. And so whenever you get triggered in, in any situation, um, there there is always behind that something that needs to be worked on. And so as you, as I, as I explained before, as you go through this process, uh, you change those holographic imprints and then you be, just become less triggered um, and life throws at you stuff and you're just much able to, to deal with it. So it's not that um, sort of it doesn't stop uh, things happening, but 
it's like it, it just doesn't have that effect, which the upturn of that is that you're um, saving your own energy because when you're getting triggered and you're, you know, you're upset and angry, that's a lot of um, emotional energy that's being expended. And so throughout your your day, you're, you're able to just sort of um, skim through the day and not, you know, not have so much um, emotional kickbacks with things. So you just become like a master of your own destiny. It's a little bit like the scene out of The Matrix where, you know, all those bullets get fired and he's just dodging them. Um, so, so, yeah, it's fascinating. Mm. But also around, just to explain, around um, these, well, I call them exiles or inner, ch inner children, if you like, these holographic imprints are um, uh, protectors. Um, and basically these are... Within us, we have a family that is working on our behalf. So you have many aspects of you that make up who you are. You're not just Lauren. There's Lauren that's made up of all these different protectors and all these holographic imprints. And this is the, the sum version of you. And um, what's interesting is that these protectors, they come in at a time when the child was in trauma to literally protect the child from experiencing more pain. And um, the easiest way to really explain it is from my own experience um, in that when I was younger, as I said, I had some bullying and stuff going on. And um, yeah, some people were a bit heavy handed with me. So uh, in a way, I was kind of being attacked. So what happened is my subconscious created a defensive part um, and that served me well in childhood because, you know, I was having these attacks. But what happens is we, these protectors are created in childhood and then they stay with us into our adult life because obviously not, not a great deal of people do the inner work. Um, and so for me personally, having that um, defensive part really held me back in life because you're trying to have relationships, you're trying to work, you know, work with colleagues and bosses and things like that. And you know, there was a time for me where I, I, you know, I, I didn't take criticism as well as I could and I would get a little bit defensive and et cetera, et cetera. So um, through, the, through this work, I've become, so they have their extreme role. So the protector's extreme role was very defensive. But then when you go back and you re revisit that holographic imprint and you give the child what, in my case, what he needs and you move him somewhere where he's not feeling attacked, um, that protector has a more positive role and so that protector transmuted itself into uh, a very defensive part into a part of me that would be quite open to criticism and taking on board advice and things like that um, and it's so amazing because all these protectors they all have our best interests at heart even if um, even if they have a more um, extreme negative role they're still trying to protect you because they still the, the, the child is still there. So, um, you know, many people have protectors around self-sabotage and abandonment betrayal. And so, for example, if you take the self-sabotage one, they'll be in a relationship and maybe for no reason at all, they'll just start an argument with their partner. Um, that's because the protector is kicked in and it doesn't want the, the um, child, it, it wants this kind of, end things before the child gets hurt and the other person 
at, you know, ends things. So they, they can be self-sabotage and on all our different characteristics and behaviors in a, in a negative way are, are all protectors that are still stuck there um, in time and space from uh, protecting these holographic imprints, our little inner children. Um, and quite often they have wonderful words of wisdom and um, a lot of them have been there for a long time. For when I went back and revisited some of mine, a lot of them looked pretty exhausted. <laughs> I'd see them, they would have um, kind of sweat and that running down their faces because they've been there a long time and uh, they show up in different ways and different forms for people. Um, and and yeah, they, they basically are who you are. And so whenever you have uh, an extreme negative characteristic, and we all have them, uh, there, there's something there that is protecting um, a child normally, or even go, going back further than that, that is still in trauma. And so, yeah, it, it's, it's really interesting how, how they play out and how they really care about us and have our best interests at heart. Yes, and why it's important to really get to the root of those triggers and work with them and shift that so much. Like you said, so much intervention can happen on the metaphysical level, on mm -hmm. the level of consciousness. Mm -hmm. And so now you you do this for yourself. You go back into your own traumas and your own wounds and you change it and you also do it one-on-one -on -one for clients. Can yes. you do it for the group? Like right now, can we can we try a little sample of looking at something in each of our lives in mm -hmm. our latest trigger, right? Uh -huh. It could be big or small. Um, you know, for example, if you've got a loud, noisy neighbor or something, and that's yeah. a trigger. But as we know, everything outside of us is mm -hmm. within us. Can yeah, so there, might be, um, there yeah. might be something there that drew that irritating person into the into their life like it could be around some it's very difficult to go into um a, a, an actual session because um i have to we first of all we go through a big relaxation technique and everyone's subconscious is different so what you might bring yeah. up okay. someone might someone else might bring up something completely different um right. i mean yes you so it goes in the yeah it goes in the, yeah it follows the the energy of the individual. Okay. I was just kind of throwing that out there for you, tossing that out to see, because I could sense that, but mm. it makes so much sense that how could it, and I, so I don't know if you could do just one little feature to help us at least mm. identify and then maybe get with you to work more deeply on that. That could be something that would help us identify some yeah. triggers or deeper. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I mean, I guess you could do, I mean, like, for example, there's like these healing meditations where groups get together and things like that. And I guess they're doing some, some healing work on that, that basis. So I guess there would be a way of um, collectively doing some very strong and important work on, on a metaphysical level, maybe for uh, the planet herself. But of course, you know, mm -hmm. everyone... Everyone has uh, different traumas, different protectors, different ancestral backgrounds. Um, so it's it's kind of difficult to to do like a group thing, um, as I only work with yeah. with one, one client. So 
Um, so yeah, in that respect, it, it might be a little bit of a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, that makes perfect sense. And it really is our own individual hologram. And so the holographic imprint, again, just to recap what that is, we have, it's, it's, it, you, we could have millions of them, right? From yeah. past lives or, right? So, yeah. wow. Yes, there's a lot. Um, um, I've, I worked with one lady um, in particular a couple of weeks ago, and her protector was showing um, all the holographic imprints um, or her inner child children that were kind of, he pointed to a cave, like a dark cave, and she said that she could see them in there. She said to me, oh, my God, there's a lot there. So, so there is a lot there. And, and like I say, it, it's not an overnight process. Um, and, you know, the, the more you work through them, the less triggered you become, the more solid you become. Um, and then your outside manifestation starts to change. Um, so, yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty much with that. Mm. Okay, very interesting. And as you speak, it is really as if with the relaxation, we know that when we can relax the body enough, we can access the quantum field through the heart. And so that's what you do with your clients, right? There's a, a relaxation. And then your client sees. It's not you. Or maybe you can see things, but is it mostly your client that sees the images that helps you then process or help yeah, them process? Mm -hmm. It's uh, the client. The client really um, sees the stuff coming up, um, and but I'm, I guess I'm able to sort of tune in, kind of to to what they're seeing as well. So um, it, it's it's kind of like a, a dual thing, but. Um, yeah, they, like I say, sometimes they're, they're in all, all kinds of uh, different situations and not even just uh, inner children. There's, there's inner adults as well. I've had people go back to, you know, points where maybe they were in a toxic relationship or there was a big argument where they got really upset. And, um, yeah, so it, it, it works on all levels, on, on all ages. It's not just uh, the inner child, it's it's the inner adult, the inner child, and the generational stuff as well. The generational. What have you found with belief systems, maybe mm -hmm. egregores of families, mm -hmm. family tradition that says you must go to school and be a doctor, right? How about belief yeah. systems? Yeah, so belief systems, um, I mean, the main one, that I find interesting is the the feeling of not not feeling good enough. Um, I would suggest that 99.9% .9 of the population has something around feeling unworthy, not feeling good enough. Um, and that's, um, as I say, that can be through this lifetime, the trauma there, um, or it can be, you know, a lot of people have been doing the rounds on this planet for a long time, you know, coming back round and, uh, there's uh, there's so much sort of there in the background that could be giving that person the belief system, and that that affects the, the person's ability to manifest abundance in their life. Because if you have a subconscious belief system of not feeling good enough, not feeling worthy, then it's very difficult to attract attract abundance into your life, be it financial, um, love, or, or what have you, because your subconscious is running that program, I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough. 
and the universe responds to that. And so um, that's that's been a, an interesting uh, thing that I've noticed is that, uh, that that for me was the hardest wound to work on. There's very there's a lot a lot of layers around unworthiness, not feeling good enough. Um, and for me, it, it took me um, a long time to go back and. You know, really now I don't have that, but at the time I, I, I had a, a very uh, strong, unworthy, not feeling good enough part that was playing out in many different ways in my life. And I, I'm convinced that the collective consciousness, pretty much, uh, that's like a collective wound. Um, and the more we can heal that, then the more we can all have abundance in our lives, both individually and collectively. Um, and, and just really attract those things that, that we say that we want in our life. But yeah, the, the problem is there's a lot of kind of what I've found down the years, especially within some of the new age stuff, there's, there's things that don't go deep enough and not even just new age stuff, but, but also mainstream, um, psycho, psychology, psychology as well. I, I had a lady that she'd been in an accident and the woman told her, just imagine that it didn't happen. <laughs> And, uh, of course, she couldn't do that. And, you know, it, it ended up, she ended up being worse off. Um, and then you have things like the law of attraction and things like that, where you just think and feel and it appears. Well, if you're still um, replaying a subconscious wound of not feeling good enough, um, not feeling worthy, it's going to be very difficult to attract those things into your life um, when that's not the program that you're running, if that makes sense. So... Uh, I found um, I found that there is um, there, there there is some good stuff out there as well. I'm not saying that there's not, but there there is a lot of sort of ineffective stuff where clients have been you know working on themselves for for years, and there's still that let's say there's that that abandonment wound still there, or there's there's that unworthiness wound there because they've not gone back through whatever modality they're doing. They've not they've not gone back to that that holographic imprint and and change that holographic imprint which is driving those belief systems um, and so this is why I, I'm so passionate about this because um, when I did start doing my own personal inner work at the time um, I tried quite a few different modalities and in the main I found them quite ineffective and then I kind of stumbled across this I had a, uh, a lady in Australia that was facilitating these sessions for me and um, I just, I just felt, you know, such, I felt I'm always about going to the root cause. I'm not interested in like the fluff. I want to get to the, <laughs> to the root cause whereby I can make effective change, not only just sort of in my personal life, but as a collective um, as well. You know, what's driving it? What's driving my behavior? What's driving our behavior? And um, for me, that was, it was so powerful just changing those things and get, the thing is you get to know yourself very intimately as well as you go through your protectors and your parts you you go oh that's why i do that that's why that triggers me because there's a five-year-old of me that went into that or there's a six-year-old that felt abandoned at the time and, and and so your your whole life starts to make sense oh that's why i keep drawing these people in because there's a betrayal wound you know when i was 10 years old and so it, it was um, it was really powerful stuff, so much so that I, I decided to, to learn it myself and, and obviously facilitate sessions myself. But as I say, it, it's I, I like to push clients. I'm, I'm like that annoying coach. <laughs> you know, I, I, I really want to sort 
sort of get the most out of the sessions. And so seeing what I've seen people be able to do um, in the metaphysical, in the ancestral and going back into some very weird and sometimes dark stuff, um, I'm, I'm always sort of pushing people to, to go deeper and deeper. And um, I think that's why it's been really effective. And, and I'm, I'm super passionate about it now. I mean, obviously I do the energy healing as well, removing all that stuff. But, um, but the inner work for me is, uh, is, is so key in all of this because, as I say, we're so fragmented. We're, we're like Humpty Dumpty. We're all, we're all smashed into pieces. Um, and we, we're, we're trying to change the world while we're still sort of in, in that state of being in pieces, being fragmented. So um, I, I, I'm very passionate about people um, going deep and facing the dark night of the soul. And I've, I've seen just such brave people really go through and face some such dark stuff in their lives, but come out the other side. And I, and I, I say to anyone that's sort of listening that whatever's happened in your life, let me tell you, you can overcome it and you can work through it. Um, but it's not going to be an overnight process and it's not going to be like a magic wand that just um, makes everything go away. It, it takes time. It takes commitment. This is the other thing that's quite interesting um, in, when I mention the word commitment. Um, quite often I work with people and, you know, they've not done any inner work before and, and that's no slant on them. Most of us haven't. Um, but when we go back and we visit in the first session, quite often the we'll go back to a, an inner child or a holographic imprint and the, the child will be very um, wary of the person who's just shown up out of nowhere because the child has been there for so long in trauma and it needs to gain trust just like any normal child would need to gain trust as, as do our inner children. Um, and so quite often um, I had a session the other day where a lady was really just um, consoling the child but the child at that point didn't want to go any further and when we asked her why she said I want to see commitment. And so we said, well, what does that mean? And, they, and she said, I want you to come back. And so it made perfect sense because um, when we came back um, in the next session, the child had a lot more trust, a lot more trust in the person and was able to um, open up and we were able to, to change that holographic imprint and put her in a nice, safe place. So our inner children, they behave um, very much like a normal child would. And um, it's very important that if anyone that's going to take up this uh, work is that they're committed because it can make things worse. If you just show up for one session and, you know, you sort of uh, think, well, that's it. I've, I've done a bit of inner work. And, it, you know, you've still got because your subconscious knows that they'll know that you're, you're doing the work. And so all these other inner children within you will be triggered because they're like, well, hang on a minute. She only came back. But what about me? <laughs> Um, so that's why, as I say, I offer the, the, the four-session package because um, it's important not just for the person to um, commit to it, but it's important for the, for the inner child, those holographic imprints, that the person comes back um, and gains that trust, builds that trust. And as you go through the process, where the, uh, the inner child might start off a little bit frosty or the protector might be a little bit frosty because... 
you've just come from nowhere and it's like, oh, you want to see her now, right? So I've been here for 20 odd years and you just want to show up. Um, where, where they're a little bit frosty, as you go through the sessions, the, the, the parts, the protectors, the, the children, they, they're like, oh, she's back again now. So they're way more open to, you know, working, integrating, um, and yeah, really just, um, there, there's like a cooperation that happens the more you do it. Um, so it's very fascinating how these aspects of self behave um, like a, a normal child would in, in many cases. And, you know, a lot of the protectors, they have their own characteristics and um, their own personalities. And we, this is what I'm saying at the start, you, you think that you're just you, but you're not. You're made up of all these different aspects of self that make you who you are. Um, and anything, anything, absolutely anything can be changed. Any kind of trauma you've been through, the worst of the worst of the worst I've worked with. And, um, you know, they, they've, they've really come through and, and just really changed their whole lives around. And that's why I've got so much confidence in it. And I've, as I said before, I've, I've felt it in my own life. And um, with, yeah, as I say the other day, just, just, just not having that, those same reactions. I mean, I'm a quadruple Scorpio, so I'm super intense anyway. <laughs> and uh, mm. when I used to get triggered, oh boy, did I used to get triggered. <laughs> And so for mm -hmm. me, for me being intense, it's it's been so nice because I I'm not expen expending all that emotional energy that I once was, and um, I, I just love it. It's it's uh, I find it fascinating what comes out of people's subconscious. There's there's always I learn so much with with every session for someone uh, with someone. Um, there's always something interesting, some insight. Oh, I tell you a funny story actually. Um, I, uh, a few weeks ago, I was working with a, a lady in the Netherlands and um, we, we went into the session and um, her grandma came up and uh, she, she was getting some messages about her child. But then at the end, there was a message from me and she said, um, she said, Tony, I've got, to, I've got to ask you this because my grandma's asking you. She's like, she's saying you're eating too much cake, right? And I kid you not, for that week, um, there's, there's a coffee shop quite close to me. I had one of those weeks where, you know, there was a lot of going on and I wasn't eating properly. My diet wasn't on point. And I was, um, it wasn't a lot of cake, but I was buying um, this carrot cake. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, I can't believe that she's come out with that. And so this is the kind of stuff that comes out. You know, you get real insights, not only just about you, but other people and uh, your history, other lifetimes. And yeah, it, it's, it's so fascinating what's in the subconscious. It really is. Yes. So, wow. You've got a special offer, a bundle of four sessions mm -hmm. for listeners who resonate with this, for those who are committed to change their life around, to do this inner work, to clear the subconscious patterns, to actually get to the root cause. We know that this is not, you call it a holographic imprint. This yeah. is really within our DNA. So as we clear these layers, these wounds, these holographic imprints, our DNA is literally changing Right, you mentioned that getting out of patterns and programs, the newness comes in. 
There's new creativity. And so you are so committed to this work because you've done this in your own life and you've got a really good system that helps people. You are on a mission to really help transform our earth with this individualized work. So the special package of sessions, tell us how long these are. For um, that's a really good package. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's about an hour um, we go into. Um, it's more or less about an hour each session, and um, mm-hmm. but it really depends on what comes up. You know, uh, sometimes there can be more than one sort of thing that needs attention. Um, this, yeah. So, but it, it, it's it's roughly about an hour, and and as I say, the, I I offer the the package of four because. Yeah, it's important that there's commitment. So if 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 there's someone that's kind of like wanting to dip their toe in and oh yeah, I might that's it's really not gonna be for them. It's 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 really for people that uh right, I wanna become the best version of me, what do I need to do? Um and are really ready to kind of face the darkness head on um in their own lives. Because and I and I'll be honest, it's it's not always easy. Um and just to tell your listeners that um, sometimes, well, uh, again, I'll use myself as an example. I used to have my sessions on a Thursday in the afternoon, and um, either the night before or that morning, I used to feel things coming up, you know, maybe some heaviness around the chest, maybe in my head, because as we know, and this is the other point, important point to make, that a lot of the emotional um, baggage we hold on to expresses itself in the physical body. And so as you work through the uh, emotional baggage, you're also healing yourself on a physical um, aspect as well, because all these, a lot of the ailments that we have are from stuff that we've been holding on to for so long um, that's not been dealt with. So it has to come out some way. And the physical pains and the physical ailments, it's like your body saying, look, there's something you need to deal with. Um, so that's also a very important um, point to make. And what I do before, the, you know, when we're going through like the guided meditation at the start, I I ask people to sort of scan their body and just feel any heaviness or anything that's coming up um, in the, in their physical body because um, the protector or the exile always has a correlated physical ailment. And so um, my point was, uh, just going back, is that, the morning of a session or maybe even the night before you might feel some just yuckiness coming up um some heaviness around the chest or yeah wherever um and the other important thing to, to make and i just like to be clear so people know what they're getting themselves into because um any kind of deep healing there there is uh, you know there can be some purging symptoms right so um so after the session as well, and not always, but sometimes if you go into what I would describe as, as a core wound, uh, maybe it's like the main core wound around abandonment. Um, there was that that incident that happened when you were four years old that's been there, and you go into that, um, you're kind of reopening it. And so it can make you feel, um, for a day or so, uh, a little bit vulnerable like the child did um, at the time. Uh, and so for me, um, when I was doing it, I was, uh, there were a couple of occasions, not every time. Sometimes you just feel lighter straight away. You feel the, 
that that emotion has gone, that that trapped emotion has gone, and and you instantly feel lighter. You instantly feel that essence come back. So nine times out of ten, that's what you will feel. You'll feel that. You know, if you integrate your your child or whatever, then you'll feel that that lost essence coming back in your being with all the qualities that that child held, letting go of all the negative aspects. Um, but sometimes, if you go into a core wound or something heavy, uh, you you are reopening that wound, and it can make you feel um, a little bit vulnerable um, for for a day or so. You can feel. Um, yeah, you can feel a little bit uneasy. So I just want to make that clear to, to people as well that it's 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 not always uh, fun and games, <laughs> and and it shouldn't be. You know, when you're facing the darkness, it, it's gonna it's gonna hurt sometimes, but it's worth it. That's the that's the takeaway. It's worth it. Yes, the on the other side of this, it is beautiful, and I am suspecting that you know. Some, you said that when we, you could wake up and you could feel things coming on. Mm-hmm. And there's probably some who would say, I'm not going to do it today, right? Because yeah. they're like, ah, they can't face the fire. So that's another, that's something else to be aware of. And again, yeah. just that little bit of consciousness on that behavior, on that pattern uh, of avoidance really mm-hmm. helps to, again, shift things. And, you know, you said that, um, you know, it's really our our consciousness and changing with the patterns. Yeah. So it's beautiful. All right. So your your personal sessions are there. Everyone can check those out. Again, it is a beautiful um, package for people to really make those changes and work with you more deeply. Yes. So I wanted to just say, you know, this – as we mentioned, this could go in whichever direction your clients take it based on the diversity of our experiences. You mentioned some of the abductions. Mm-hmm. So without getting any, like, scary or anything, would you be able to share on what you've learned about that whole realm and this whole aspect of uh, what wow. that's all about? That's a, that's a whole other conversation, isn't it? Yeah, that's a whole but, other uh, podcast. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's difficult to talk about it without, you know, there, there is some obviously um, some kind of disturbing aspects to that um, where, you know, there's kind of some kind of experiments going on and things like that. Um, but we, with with a couple of particular clients, we've actually... Um, I mean, oh God, it's it's been so crazy with one particular client. <laughs> um, it was really interesting. I started working with her. Um, she's a lovely lady down in Australia, and she's had the she's had the the abduction experiences. But in our first session, it was really weird because there was all kind of flashing lights around her. Um, and uh, at the end of the session, it was so strange because. This was the lady that she saw the inner, she saw all the, the aspects of self in the cave, but she was on a beach. She was on a beach and there was a, she, she, there was a cave with her inner children. And, and the, the end message was, look, basically there's a lot of holographic imprints that need working on. Um, but she, but she described a beautiful beach scene. And, um, 
it was so weird because at the end of the session, she said to me, Tony, you're never going to guess what. She said, the TV's turned itself on. She said, and there's a, there, it's stuck on a scene of a beach, right? It, you, I mean, you couldn't write it. It was, it was unbelievable. And um, so she was obviously getting some very positive signs that, you know, what she was doing was right. And um, with her and, and, and a couple of other clients, um, we, we've gone into, yeah, into like bases and, and Mars in some cases. And yeah, it gets very, you know, very, very deep. Um, and that won't apply to everyone. You know, there's some very targeted individuals out there that, you know, have been very targeted from birth just for whatever reason, whether it's their frequency, whether it's their um, potential or they're highly empathic, highly sensitive. Everyone has different levels of targeting based on their, I guess, highest timeline, highest purpose. And so we've gone into some absolutely fascinating scenes and even to the point where uh, we went into one session where um, we kind of went back to, uh, uh, let's say, her real family that was on a ship. And actually, her real family was also my real family. I was there myself, but in obviously my appearance was different. And basically, we used, uh, we used some technology on that ship to remove some stuff, interference um, from our heads. She said, she she used it on herself and she said you need to use it as well and uh and and we both felt the shifts in in our own heads it was so bizarre so weird um so i mean it goes that 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 particular lady goes very very deep and um i know that there's a uh, the targeted individuals right now are, are being very uh, are being called to heal um specifically because um many people that are highly targeted as i say they've, they've got the whether it's their codings or their frequency, whatever, they've got something going on and we need them on board now. We need them to do their work because um, we need them to anchor their, their light down here because they, they do carry a lot of light. And this isn't like a new age kind of everyone's here to, to anchor light. No, to anchor light, you have to go through the darkness to bring the light back in. Um, so there's a little bit of a misconception there. Um, and um, and so yeah, it 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 goes into. I've I've also had a, a, another lady that's that had some ritual stuff go on, and and that's the lady that that did the land clearing at a particular a particular ritual site and things like that. Um, and we, I mean, she, she was seeing it, but I could also perceive it as well. She changed the energy um, around the area. We we both saw it as a color pink afterwards. Um, so, so there's there's people that are doing um, really high level work now on on a on a very high level, and this is all coming out of their subconscious, you know. <laughs> so, um, it, this is what I mean. It goes way beyond for some people anyway. For some people, it is just the inner child. The inner child really is is where the the focus has to be. Um, what I don't want is is obviously for people to, you know, it's very it's very kind of. Um, attractive to think of all these things but we, we what's most important is to deal with the stuff that's in this lifetime that's uh, that's there and essentially the subconscious will show you what you need to work on anyway so you'll you'll only go into stuff that that you're ready for um and and that you that is essential for you to work on so it's not like you even control it yourself it's it's uh, your subconscious will bring you what you need to work on basically Beautiful. 
your special offer is available on the link on this webpage. So check it out. Our listeners can check that out and see if that resonates with you. You are popular with our audience. You do great work. And I would like to say that do you find that the higher self, Mm -hmm. uh, that higher aspect, the higher self is always in charge during Mm -hmm. these sessions? Yes, yeah. Yeah, the, 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 yeah, I, I guess the higher self or the subconscious, the, the true or self. Subconscious. Yeah, the true self. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and, and people that uh, are, are worried about how it might make them feel, it, it, it's, it's only very temporary, um, in the session and maybe a little bit afterwards, but it's, it's so worth it to become solid. You know, we want, we want to, we want to become, solid warriors and uh you know bring ourselves back together again because as i say we're we're so fragmented in so many different ways and and right now with the craziness of the world we we all really need to be part of the solution which is really to to anchor that light down here but to do that we have to bring that back because every sort of inner child or holographic imprint that is in trauma stuck in trauma in in time and space is holding on to a little piece of your essence um, and so, you know, when you can, when you can transmute that or, um, process that, then you're bringing that back into your being, um, which is the true, I guess, the true nature of alchemy. It's, it's going through rather than, you know, going around. Yes, true alchemy. As we anchor the light within ourselves, it shines on the shadow. And the darkness. And so as we do this work, we return to love and our true essence, our soul essence. And you are truly doing tremendous work, Tony, helping people get to the root cause and really make this connection. And I'm certain that those who get in the rhythm with you come back for even more as you go deeper and deeper in these layers. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, it's exactly that. There's, there's layers, there's outer layers, and then it, it depends on how, how deep you want to go with it. Some people I've worked with for a couple of years now, some people, they'll just take the, the four sessions up and they feel like they've got um, to what they need to get to, to, to move on. But it, it's really it's really down to the person on on how how much they want to do for me it's never ending i mean i i'm i'm kind of addicted to it myself um uh you know in quiet moments i can i can go in and out of, of, of things and uh yeah as i say i'm i'm all about just being the, the strongest that i can be being the wholest that i can be and and uh yeah it really is down to people as to to how much they want to commit to to doing it and and how many layers they want to work through so you're a great facilitator for that. And with all of this work, we are learning that, you know, once we go through these sessions and have them facilitated by a healer such as yourself, we realize the technique can be used. Again, there's certain situations that may require a facilitator to allow that space to open in that deep, deep trust. But we get better and better at this, and knowing these techniques, working with these techniques in sessions like this only make us stronger 
as we walk out in the world in our in our lives. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's good. To, although you can although you can go in it yourself, um, it's 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 always good to, especially when you're starting having someone to hold space for you, and particularly if you want to get to core wounds as well. Sometimes people, you yeah. know, work with clients and they'll try and they'll do their own thing sort of in the week between sessions and. Sometimes I have trouble, you know, going into things because, yeah, sometimes it's just good. But, yeah, I mean, eventually you can you can do stuff yourself. Also, the other thing as well is that um, I was doing this, my, this myself the other day is, is removing things like energetic cords and things like that um, to people and things like that. So you can really go deep with, with that side of things, with kind of energetic interference as well. Um, I've had clients that um, have gone into... I guess it's like a regression or, or whatever, but they've gone into things and, you know, stuff that's shown up or a person that they're kind of corded to, they've, they've had to, they've cut cords with that person. So, um, it, it can, it can work on energetic interference as well, um, in some cases. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. So as you do this work and you envision new earth, Share with us what that looks like for you. Oh my God, New Earth! Wow, what a lovely thing to envision. Um, the way I see it is that the planet herself, Earth herself, is is beautiful. I mean, you just like I'm sure all of us can look out the window and just find some beauty in the pla- like on the planet, whether it be a tree, a bush, a field, or something. Um, and but obviously what what's been going on on the planet is is very challenging and um for me i feel that we are seeing kind of the darkness in kind of its death throes and which is why it can feel quite intense right now and this is what i'm saying to people is that right now where everything's being thrown at us a lot of us are in lockdown we can't you know we've been told we can't hug family members we can't go to restaurants and things like this it's it's more important than ever to uh to be that light because um you know the light sees off the dark essentially and so god um, where do i see new earth i mean i i, I imagine humanity in its um, elevated form of consciousness is and I've always felt this deep down in my DNA. We're we're a, we're a beautiful species. We're we're genius, really, at our core. We're multidimensional. We all have psychic abilities, probably telepathy, teleportation, um, you know, remote viewing, all of this stuff. We we have those abilities, but we have been sold a lie by you know the dark the dark side that we're just little me. We're we're you know what can you do? You're just nobody, and we've kind of bought the lie. And I feel that what we're going back to is a, is a remembrance of what we truly are and who we truly are, at our essence, at our core. And things like this um, is, is only going to speed that up, um, I, I feel. And so, and the byproduct, and you mentioned there earlier, the heart, the byproduct of doing, uh, doing the inner work. So a lot of people, they're kind of closed-hearted. They have, uh, you know, emotional baggage where they're not able to, to, to open up. And so what you have is when people do that, they're going through that trauma and they're, they're, they're then more able to open that heart and that heart energy expands and it affects other people in a positive way. So, yeah, more and more we, we do that work, the more light we're going to 
anchor up, anchor down here, and the, the better we're going to become. When you haven't got those triggers and those uh, firefighters which are driving your negative behaviour, um, then you're, you're by proxy you're going to have a, a better version of humanity. Um, and so uh, th this is what we can go back to. It's it's just if you know the the vast majority if the penny drops for them basically. Um, but I, I I I would think that in our true potential, in our true nature, we 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 could create paradise here. I do believe that, and um, we just have to go through some dark stuff and um, come out the other side. So I I have a lot of faith in humanity. I really do. I feel like you know people think, oh well, what if there wasn't government and all this stuff? Well, you know. The government don't build the roads; we build the roads. <laughs> so we have this kind of over reliance on authority and government, and and I feel that the more balanced and centred that we become in ourselves, we're we're going to be much able to create what we say we want. You know, because we we all say that we want a better world for not only ourselves but our children and grandchildren. Um, and uh, you know, I'm convinced in humanity in its highest level of highest form of consciousness is is probably a, a wonderful species that 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 can do so much um, and I think slowly but surely it, it is shifting and we can either speed up that process or we can slow it down so what my work is all about is just facilitating people to speed that process up um, not just for their own lives but you know helping the collective as well we are eternal optimists Thank you for working to speed up the process for so many. Here we go. We clear it out. We clear out the trauma, the false beliefs, the pain, the ancestral and past life patterning and programs and trauma so that we truly can bring on these abilities, like you mentioned, Tony, of telepathy and uh, maybe even levitation. We know this. It all begins in the heart so thank you for this work i see new earth too i know all of those who are listening have their individual vision of new earth as we always always say hold your vision of new earth we will get there we are on the bridge to new earth everyone tony thank you so much for being here you You're have welcome. left us inspired and we thank you for that you're welcome. It's lovely to uh, connect with you again, Lauren, and thanks for, for all you do. Thank you, Tony. We'll have you back again. Your special offer is right there for uh, those who would love those personal, in-depth sessions with you. All right, Tony, we'll see you again soon. Thank you so much for being here. You take care. Bye now. You take care. Everyone take care, too. Thank you for joining us. Now it is time to dance our way to the cosmic heart where we just have a little bit of fun holding our vision of new earth. Hold that vision and then continue to clear out all that keeps you from your love and your light. Namaste.
Thank you for listening to this quantum conversation and thank you for dancing with us to the cosmic heart. As we raise our own vibration, we raise the vibration of the planet. This show is dedicated to you and all awakening hearts as we are here to shine our bright light and amplify our love. Access all quantum conversations, special offers from our guests, and online healing retreats by visiting AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and from my sacred heart to yours, I honor your magnificent love and light. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste.
The conference is now completed. Goodbye.